here's a message from Ken Lavica. Boy, yesterday sure did suck, didn't it? There was a lot of worsts yesterday. But what was worst yesterday? Because, again, we had a mountain of worsts. In fact, it was Mount Worst in the NFL. Coquel hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spin your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hold on, take a moment, let it settle in over you. Turn around, check out the view. We're above the tree line as we climb Mount Worst. Because sweet Jesus, yesterday was a hellhole of my NFL life. That was awful. Oof. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel here on a Monday as we continue to climb the peak of Mount Worst. On ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. All you have to say is, hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, hey, Google Play, ESPN 106.3. Indeed, be demanding because it's a robot, okay? Uh, we're in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. Uh, Phillips Point Towers right off of the overcast intracoastal. Oh, man, I'm having a hard time fully, fully wrapping my mind around how much bad there was in the NFL yesterday. I mean, there were some epically bad things that took place. Uh, I have a feeling that there's still one game left, and by tonight we will have uh, properly traversed and made the peak and planted our flag of Mount Worst. I don't know what traverse means. Traverse, it means to travel along. It means to to take a quest around, through, over, successfully navigate. So there are easier words to use. You just decided to say traversed. I'm a professional talker, Co-Count. All right. Really, Mount Worst? <laughs> Mount Worst, not some of my finest work. I probably should have uh, workshopped that before or we started. Or not tripled down on it, but whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, the Dolphins are are, are bad. Mount and Worst. I, I, but I don't know if they're like bad, bad, or if they were just week two bad, or if they're just we don't match up with the Bills bad. I don't know. I, I don't know. But they're in the conversation for the worst part of NFL Sunday. But fortunately, they're not because you don't have to leave – their division, the AFC East, to find what was the worst of yesterday. I direct you to MetLife Stadium, to a rookie quarterback that was getting booed by his own fans in his home debut, that being the blonde bomber himself, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson yesterday, at one point, had four completions and four interceptions. Here's the final line for Zach Wilson yesterday. That's how you look at it, Ken. I look at that as eight completions. (laughs) My dad, my dad texted me, Greg, uh, from suburban Chicago, and uh, and he said, hey, that's a well-rounded effort. You know what? He's not wrong. Four completions, four interceptions, you balance it out. And he's being helpful to uh, 
to his opponent, which is a very kind gesture, exactly. if I may say so myself. Raise right, bring him young, those Mormons. So uh, the Jets lose to the Patriots, and Zach Wilson finishes 19 of 33 for 210 yards and four, count him, four interceptions. A QBR of 8.8 and a quarterback rating of 37. That was your home debut for Zach Wilson. He was the worst of NFL Sunday. The worst NFL Sunday belonged to Zach Wilson, your number two overall pick from BYU. You say 19 of 33. I say he completed those passes 23 of 33, which brings him to a 70% completion percentage. <laughs> uh-huh. Very efficient job. I, I mean, I Mac suppose, Jones too. I suppose literally you're correct. He did complete He did complete 23 passes if you count the ones that landed in the Patriots' arms. 70% completion percentage. That's what you want. You want a accuracy out of your quarterback. The ball doesn't touch the ground with him. Zach Wilson was dreadful. horrendous. He was dreadful. The good thing is his mom, once she reads the New York Post this morning, is going to be a must-follow on Instagram. Oh, I might have to refollow her. Because think about it. If she's in Utah, she might just be waking up from a night out. So there's a good chance that she hasn't even seen what Zach Wilson did yesterday. She's taking her crap bleep makeup off like <laughs> yeah. she talks about, uh-huh, and right. then uh, she's going to get ready to read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, follow her on Instagram. Uh, hit her up on IG. I'm sure that's fun. Zach Wilson, the worst of yesterday. For you, the worst NFL son- Sunday belonged to blank. The worst NFL Sunday belonged to blank. 888-760-3776. 888 888- 760-3776. You can always tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. It is open for business. But for me, Zach Wilson earns the title of the worst on NFL Sunday. Because again, at one point, four completions and four interceptions. That is really hard to do with a stat line. Uh, but there are so many candidates for this. Because the Dolphins' offensive line, specifically left tackle Austin Jackson, who I would suffice to say maybe never should play left tackle again in the NFL. He's up there. I mean, that collection of five guys in a Dolphins uniform trying to protect whatever quarterback it's going to be, and Tua has busted up ribs. Looks like it's good news they're not broken. Jacoby Brissett, if he plays quarterback next week, starts for the Dolphins. I would think he might have broken ribs just the way things are going. The Dolphins acting like they've never seen corner blitzes before and pressure coming from the edge. I mean, they were they were atrocious. That's the worst NFL offensive line performance I think I have ever seen. What the Dolphins trotted out there yesterday. That's up there for a discussion of the worst on NFL Sunday. And we'll get to it in our Dolphins deep dive. But if I'm Chris Greer the Dolphins general manager, I'm humiliated today. Because over the last three years, you've spent seven, seven draft picks to get that offensive line right. And you have that. I mean, that's unacceptable. And you've made up no ground. In fact, you probably have lost ground on the Bills. The, the, the distance between the Bills and the rest of the division is Mariana's Trench. I mean, we're talking Grand Canyon. The Bills lost to a division opponent last week. Okay. No, no, they didn't. They lost to the Steelers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Sorry, for some reason in my head, the page, they just swapped teams because the Patriots beat the Jets. My bad, Ken. Either way, they lost to the Steelers last week. 
And the Steelers That's the did worst not look good yesterday. That's the worst of the NFL moment. Me saying that. Yeah, that, that was your worst of NFL Monday. But your your worst of NFL Sunday is blank. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Zach Wilson, I don't know how anybody can top that. I mean, right now, he is amongst the mountain goats that can live in the desolate treeless area near the top of Mount Worst. Mount Worst with all of that weather that blows through, uh, all of the atmospheric conditions, the bodies of those who had climbed its treacherous trails beforehand. Zach Wilson right now was formally planted up there until next weekend. He just stepped on an old skeleton of Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, Mark Mark Sanchez's football remains are there right at the snow line of Mount Worst. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The worst NFL Sunday belonged to whom? Let's go to the phones and let's go to Kelly in Palm Beach Gardens. Kelly, what's up, brother? Hey, fellas, how y'all doing today? Good, man, good. What's going on? I I have to say the Dol- the entirety of the Dolphins' offense was the worst. Yeah. I mean, at some point in that game, you had, you had three three turnovers, including a drop. You, know, you had a drop touchdown, then a drop first down, then a fumble, mm-hmm. two more fumbles. You had receivers dropping it. You couldn't get it on fourth down, turnover on downs. The offense was just the worst of the worst yesterday. It was the apex of frustration, and appreciate the call, Kelly. Let's talk about the Dolphins' offense for a moment because it wasn't like this was the Packers from last week getting absolutely dumped on by the Saints, where the Packers did absolutely nothing well. They didn't threaten. They didn't compete. After Tua got hurt and Jacoby Brissett came in, the Dolphins were able to sustain drives. They had plenty of opportunities to either A, get back into the game, or maybe even take the lead in the first half from the Bills because then the Dolphins' defense cinched up after the Devin Singletary, American Heritage, Del Rey touchdown run, uh, and then the Bills went up 14-0. But the the dropped passes, Albert Wilson was bad yesterday. Are we allowed to talk about locals like that? Yes, we are. Because that was completely unacceptable. And I think he would agree. He had three drops yesterday that were inexcusable. And he looked like a guy who hadn't played competitive football in a year after taking last season off. Uh, You also had Jalen Waddell, who is, I don't know yet. Like, I don't know. He's fast. I know that. But what, what, what is he? He's dropping passes. Uh, you have Mike Jasicki, who finally showed up yesterday at his first catch of the season, but you haven't found ways to, to, to get him involved. The Dolphins had stretches of competence on offense, but then I think what was more maddening than not showing up altogether is that when it came the moment of truth, the time to put points on the board or time to convert a fourth down, they just failed miserably. And then you're running stupid things on fourth down, like runs to the edge with an offensive line that clearly didn't have a chance against what the Bills were putting out there. It was bad execution from the players on the field. It was bad play calling. It was bad coaching. And it was increasingly poor uh, preparation. And that's what was more frustrating. If the Dolphins laid down and died, I'd be less frustrated than I am with what they did yesterday, which was tease getting back in the game against the Bills and competing. And then they end up stepping on a landmine, and that's it. And then in the second half, they had their soul taken from them. The Dolphins, the entire Dolphins offense 
is off the board, along with Zach Wilson. The worst NFL Sunday belonged to blank. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Mine didn't come from a football player. Okay. Mine came from a radio announcer. Let's go to the Minnesota Vikings radio network and the legendary Paul Allen. This was in Arizona, and this was Vikings kicker, former Florida Atlantic kicker, Greg Joseph, as he lined up to win the game for the Vikings in the desert. High snap, put down, Joseph, come on! It is good! No, he missed it! Are you kidding me? He missed it right. He missed it right. Oh, my heavens. Oh, Oh my. This, he missed it right. Just a reminder for all you aspiring broadcasters, and I'm not one to critique Paul Uh, Allen because Paul Allen's been doing it for a long time. Paul Allen's an institution in the Twin Cities. Paul Allen is who I would strive to be. Are you kidding me? He missed it right. He missed it right. Oh, my heavens. Oh, Oh my. This, he missed it right. It is easy to get caught up in the moment. It's easy to lose yourself a bit. And when you're at the vantage point with a field goal where you're up and you're on the sideline calling a game and the kick is perpendicular to you, it's hard to tell sometimes where the ball is actually gone and you need to wait for the officials. Or this happens with what you heard yesterday from Paul Allen on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. High snap, put down, Joseph, come on! No good. Are you kidding me? He missed it right. He missed it right. Oh, my kidding Oh. Oh, my. He missed it right. So add Minnesota Vikings radio voice Paul Allen to our list. We have the Dolphins offense. We have Zach Wilson. And we have Paul Allen, all nominees for the worst of NFL Sunday. We might as well just throw the Saints on there, too. Oh, Jameis. I told you Jameis wasn't good. No, you did not say that. You agreed with me every time I said he was good throughout the preseason and I've last week. I'm telling you, don't root for Jameis. It's a fluke. It's not. He's never going to be able to sustain it. Uh, that was miserable. I thought Jameis, and I said this last week, I think. We need to check the tape, but I think I said comeback player of the year. Yeah. I think I said potential MVP candidate. And what did Jameis do yesterday? 11 of 22, two interceptions, averaged five yards of completion, and he had a QBR of 21.4. Four interception guy, Zach Wilson, had a QBR of 8.8. Can we stop talking on on top of him? Can we just leave Zach Wilson alone? He's a rookie. It's growth. It's development. How about Robert Sala, by the way? Enough of this guy. Fire him, too. Get rid of him. Get <laughs> oh, him what, what get is him his in. seat feeling like? Oh, yeah. oh the Tukas is going to be getting warm soon. <laughs> he keeps saying things like, oh, I would just wish the quarterback wouldn't risk it at all. Play it safe sometimes. How about you call plays that let him play it safe? Maybe don't have him throw the ball 33 times, dopey. Yep. Yep, yep. 30, like that's on you. you four, four interceptions, and you let your guy throw 33 times, and you lose a division. And your game one game was way. actually working for the first time in five years. I don't know who any of those running backs are. Carter, Johnson. <laughs> but they, it was working. But it was working. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to social media at ESPN West Palm. <gasps> Blank had the worst day yesterday. The worst NFL Sunday belonged to John Lawrence tweets, 
Greg Joseph, former FAU kicker. And this is full disclosure. I want to say this because I, I think I need to, and I don't want anybody in Boca Raton thinking that I'm trashing uh, Greg Joseph. I'm very close to Greg Joseph. I'm friends with Greg Joseph. He is former FAU kicker. He is former American Heritage Del Rey kicker. Uh, but uh, John says, Greg Joseph was rooting for him to stick in Minnesota. Hopefully he improves and weathers yesterday's issues. He also missed an extra point. There were definitely some good kicks, but losing the game is what weighs heaviest just ask paul allen i was gonna say the radio call may take some of that outside noise away from him or draw more interest to it now that i'm thinking about it yeah more people probably know about that kick because of yeah. that radio call. that's a tough one way uh, to go paul allen uh, whoever you are no, no he is a legend do not disparage him it's in our best interest Legendary not to go really bad if you remember um oh. i don't know if you recall this uh back during the first we were hearing that there was a schism between brett Fa- or brett Fa- <laughs> what what year am i living in what decade am i living in Aaron Rodgers and the Packers Paul Allen was the one who on draft day initially reported it up on his radio show in Minnesota think about that too he does a radio show on KFAN in Minnesota so he after that call is hosting a show today I hope I hope I hope and called out every no, no no everything I know about Paul Allen at least secondhand suggests to me that he is going to make fun of himself today I hope so because after that you can't you can't take yourself so seriously. We would have been ripping on you if this was you. If FAU was in the national championship, like it will be in four years. Yes, absolutely. I'm in. We would, have rip, we would rip you here. Yeah, for sure. I'd be the first in line to rip myself. I did the same thing Friday at, at Martin County in our high school coverage. Similar. In South Florida. Yeah, it's a similar scope of a football yeah. game. He had like five million list people listening. I had five people listening. It was <laughs> like the same idea. But it is hard to tell. I couldn't tell. Uh, Paxton Boyd tweet Zach Wilson had the worst NFL Sunday. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, Paxton and I are definitely on the same page there. Ed Killer tweets the Dolphins were the worst of NFL Sunday, just as a whole, collectively, the Dolphins. They're certainly in that stratosphere. They're in the neighborhood. Uh, Smitty tweets Tua. Colin Manasuski says Tua had the worst NFL Sunday. That's, uh, I mean, I would hope that that's for the rib issue and the lack of protection. That tough it off, He didn't to get a... enough time. And the, the one good throw he did make yesterday in the face of pressure, Austin Jackson, the aforementioned left tackle, decided he was going to run up the field 15 yards and start throwing blocks. Are you worried about Mr. Glass at all? I mean, he's hurt Let's all get the time. into it. Let's get into it in the Dolphins' deep dive in like 10 minutes because I did have some some thoughts. I did... I did cycle some things through my head on my drive up here in my Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. By the way, if you're going to get an automobile, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach is where you should do it. Military Trail, West Palm Beach, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. Shane Marinelli tweets that Austin Jackson and Jesse Davis, your starting left and right tackles for the Dolphins, had the worst NFL Sunday. I'm really not going to argue with you there. I'm still going to say Zach Wilson, but yeah, they were bad. Tyler Cantrell, Saints. Horrible COVID-filled week ended as badly as expected. I totally forgot about that with the coaches and a couple of the players going down with COVID yeah, this James week. Jameis had no offensive coaches except for his head coach. Yeah, and it showed. That's it what I'm blaming. I'm, I'm trying to save Jameis. Now. There was one interception Jameis threw where he it, just chucked it. It was just a bleep it. Go make a play, and I'm going to pray while we're at it. He's like, Mike Thomas, you down there? Someone? Yeah. Hello? Hello? And then it got intercepted. Um, uh, Mr. Frugal tweets the Seahawks had the worst day. That's not a good loss at home to Tennessee. And they should have put that away. Yeah. And Russell Wilson, I think, may have committed a safety 
and they got lucky there. No, I think I think it's forward motion in that spot that gets called that way every time. Really? I, I thought that so. was more of a home call. Give Russ the benefit of the doubt. That certainly looked like uh, a a safety sacked in the end zone. Before he threw it away, should have been the end of the game there, but then the Titans did win. Officials do call things differently depending on the quarterback, so it could have been that. Like, yeah. That's one of the more, more frustrating things. The officials had some of the worst days. First of all, the taunting calls, they got to go. That enough is of that. Enough of that garbage. You know what? That's good, too. We're going to put it at least on our list. It still doesn't supersede Zach Wilson, mm. but the worst NFL Sunday belonged to John Mara, the president of the New York Giants, because he's the one who was sick of the trash talking, saying, we all are tired of seeing that. Talking about the ownership in the NFL, but trying to include the fans in that. No, 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 no. I love the trash talking in the NFL. You know what I love, too, when someone makes a good play? Being able to acknowledge it without getting a 15-yard penalty called against them. Yesterday, these taunting penalties that we saw throughout the NFL for basic things, staring down a receiver after you break up a pass or standing over someone after you make a big hit, that's got to go. That's got to be thrown in the dumpster now. That's got to be chucked off of one of the cliffs of Mount Worst one of those, and don't, killed forever. Don't wait to the end of the year. It's not giving any team a competitive advantage. Just get rid of it. No. Just tell the players, hey, try to taunt less. It sort of feels like, and I hope, and I'm crossing my fingers on this, it sort of feels like it's one of those rule changes that gets called heavy initially and then officials realize this is stupid and it's impediment to the game and then they stop calling it as you go on through the year. Someone got one for spinning the ball after a first down. I mean, come on. That was massively annoying, but it might not be the most annoying thing that happened yesterday because I saw this thing again. I saw it during two commercial breaks last Sunday, and I saw it again two more times this Sunday, and every time I hear it, I want to throw myself into my dryer and turn it on full spin cycle. I want to make sure that, again, because... I'm upfront with everyone. I want to be transparent. If this is if this is a company that eventually wants to work alongside me, I say, "Hey, let's be partners. I'll talk about you." Or if they want to work with ESPN West Palm, I'll say, "Hey, welcome to the family." But until then, give me those baby back ribs. I don't I do not give a damn about your neighborhood bar and grill. This is restaurant that shall remain unnamed. Yeah, we don't want well, we won't tell anyone ever we don't want anyone to figure out who this is. No, 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 no. But I can tell you what, right now they can buzz off because I am tired of this commercial. Yeah, how do you like those apples? That commercial can flat out burn in hell. Oh, I hate that commercial more than any other marketing campaign of any other business that has ever existed. I hate it because it contains all the things that I loathe. Country music, white people dancing, and TikTok. All of those things I despise with the fire of a thousand suns. That commercial can go away forever. And if that's going to become a staple of the NFL season, count me out, damn it. Hey, 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 hey.
But just don't make sure we can't let anyone know who that is. No, 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 no. We're we're gonna be professional and we're gonna we're gonna keep that 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 business unnamed. Uh, and again, if you ever wanted to work with ESPN West Palm, just call our general manager Stephanie Prince. Okay. What was the worst of NFL Sunday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sports. Saw Dr. Jim Reardon last week. And uh, that, 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 that program is rolling. Uh, this is a program that for 22 years has been finding the sports executives of tomorrow finding the sports uh front office members of tomorrow finding the on-field personnel of tomorrow the local sports influencers of tomorrow i could go on and on and on want to know why because the 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 professors in the fau mba sport management program are in the sports industry they are teaching things that they know firsthand and current this curriculum isn't from the 90s this curriculum is 2021 and beyond nfts yeah they're going to talk about them cryptocurrency yep going to talk about them what it takes to become an agent or get into sports law yeah you're going to that it's the fau mba sport management program spring semester courses you can sign up for them now online or on campus in the beautiful schmidt center in boca that's the fau mba sport management program fau.edu slash mba sport what exactly is the source of your dolphins anger where are you directing your dolphins anger at most we take our dolphins deep dive next He's Coquel. I'm Ken Lavica, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. No! No! No!